Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Barati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's a Thursday, so Travel Thursday edition. Mm, always quite exciting, yes. eh? considering that we haven't travelled in quite some time. I don't mind living vicariously through travel operators and others who are travelling. Oh, you yeah. think it as prep work? Yeah. yeah. If you're planning Research. next year. <laughs> yes, yes. Research. Well, we do know that the industry is still reeling from the impact of COVID-19. Mm. But the question that's being asked more and more is whether this is indeed the right time for players in the scene to accelerate their overseas expansion plans. And we've spoken to several who have. Among them today, we're going to be speaking with Greenland Hotel and Tourism Group. This is one of China's largest hotel operators, a wholly owned subsidiary of Greenland Holdings and a Fortune 500 company. And it's interesting, right? So they've got this ambition to accelerate the growth of their overseas operations through the launch of their Overseas Operations Centre. Get this here in Singapore. Mm. And we're going to find out more about this and their plans with William Lau, General Manager, Overseas Operations Centre, Greenland Hotel and Tourism Group. William, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Wow, interesting, you guys. Uh, You've got this grand plan, but I guess to start us off and get a bit of context, tell us a bit about Greenland Hotel and Tourism Group. Yeah, actually, we are considered one of the largest hotel operators and we basically operate not only hotel. Hotel is actually our core business. We also have two other businesses, which is the convention exhibition centers and as well as the uh, hotel and tourism divisions, which we uh, operate charter flight operations out of China. Mm. What about your footprint in Southeast Asia specifically? Anyway, a couple of years back, we already have started our development uh, ambition focusing on the Belt and Road initiatives. We have already placed uh, hotels appearing in Laos, Chiba, Japan. We have Thailand. We even have hotels in uh, West Africa, in Guinea. All right, let's talk about the impact of COVID-19 then. I mean, considering the fact that you guys are looking at expanding, how did it affect your business model over the past two years? Well, obviously, uh, I think a lot of people are talking about uh, COVID-19. Our ambition to expand is actually gone, going looking beyond that. A couple of years ago, we already have uh, decided that we should go and expand our footprint outside of China. And this is exactly the reason why we picked Singapore as our original base. Like many multinational companies, we believe that Singapore is a great place to start off with our regional presence. And because Singapore has a good connectivity to the rest of the world, and it also has a very established financial and legal service and also a great supply of local talent. So we would like to actually introduce our service as one of the regional players and also deploying our development model of what we consider one core, two wing. Mm. As I mentioned earlier, which is the core business being hotel and the two wings, which is the key demand drivers, the convention exhibition arm as well as the tourism arm. So we believe we want to bring and add value to some of the regional asset developers to offer our advisory and management service in the region. 
Perhaps you could get more specific about the types of business opportunities and the types of jobs, since you did mention talent as well, that will be on offer uh, in Singapore as a result of your new APEC hub being here. Yeah, actually, hotel uh, is an inter- hotel is a business that, of course, right now is more focused on performance because particularly time like this where everyone is looking for recovery. So we do understand Singapore has a great pool of talent that we can attract in looking at the hotel performance. We look at the revenue management. We look at sales and marketing. So these are talents that we are particularly interested to attract because they have a good understanding of the regional market, particularly in the places where we have the three strategic countries, being Vietnam, Indonesia, uh, and also Thailand. And Singapore actually being right as, uh, uh, in the ASEAN countries, this is actually a great place that we can find talent who can understand how to work with the hotels in these three countries that we want to focus in. You're basically preparing for an influx of, of uh, regional tourists in that sense. Um, how big a factor would technology play in this since a lot of people are also very focused on uh, safety and cleanliness in that sense? Yeah, uh, safety and cleanliness is not only because of uh, COVID. I think mm. uh, everyone looks at these two particular subjects very carefully because hotel actually is open to the public and everyone will stay. So cleanliness is always a priority and key concern. Technologies as always, uh, there's always the uh, evolution of the technology and Singapore probably is one of the best places that if there's any new technology to come, uh, a lot of uh, multinational companies with technology background would like to introduce that product in Singapore. So we believe that being in Singapore, we will be able to tap in and leverage on a lot of the new technology and to apply those and to help and support our hotel business, particularly in the time of recovery. I'm a little bit curious about the timing, though, <laughs> sir, because uh, we have talked to several other tour operators off the record as well, some of whom say, you know, they're still playing a wait-and-see or taking a wait-and-see approach because countries are still not completely out of the woods yet, right, when it comes to COVID-19. So why have you decided now is the right time to expand overseas, even though the pandemic is still ongoing in many areas? Well, the initiative to start a regional office is not new. Mm. Obviously, there's no better time because it takes time for any business to uh, mature. So we believe it's it's the right time and we can actually be in the marketplace. We want to be seen as one of the first to, uh, to get ahead. In fact, to get ahead of where we want to go. And we believe that Anything that you see now, okay, will lead to a much better future. And uh, hospitality business is always a very cyclical business. There is always the ups and downs. And we believe now it is the best time to see it's all coming back. So we see it as an opportunity to come in right now. Very interesting. You bring up that that this is an opportunity. Uh, fair point. What would you say to staff who have been let go from the hospitality sector over the past two years? Staff who are perhaps looking to get back in. How can they reinvent themselves? Well, okay. There has been a lot of companies, uh, including ours, that during the time when they were either put on furlough or they will let go. Uh, many of them actually have to learn and relearn the way we operate our uh, hotel business. And uh, if you think about it, because many of the hotel companies are trying to reshape the way they operate, 
including the way they uh, resource the organization. So we are the same. We actually have gone through uh, exactly the same uh, journey, uh, particularly in China, where we can learn from China how they manage to bounce back very quickly. It's because we have managed to relook at the different function. And uh, we really would like to uh, retrain our people so that they can be better equipped and actually shift the paradigm, if you like, to understand what the job is now requiring for them to uh, have new skill and also a new mindset in the service industry. Considering that workers now have to elevate themselves in order to do well in the industry, I'm sure there are concerns about how they're being compensated as well. I mean, the talent crunch has been an ongoing issue. Are they being paid well to do these very professional and demanding jobs? Uh, Tell us more about how you intend to manage all of this, compensating them fairly and then dealing with the resultant cost pressures as well. Well, I'm sure that in industry, um, if you go into the industry, there's a lot of research and survey uh, asking the same questions. Obviously, we are uh, fully concerned about the rising cost, uh, potentially like from putting people on furlough, right? Because there has there has to be a lot of discussion over the past few past couple of years during the COVID period. Every hotels and every business units will have to be more concerned about the cash flow. After that particular period of time when we start to resource back a lot of the uh, uh, staffing and all that, there will be a sudden surge of uh, cost. And with that in mind, we also uh, will need to uh, engage and be staying in touch with the market, particularly with the research company on uh, manpower and also salary research companies to understand exactly what is considered the right compensation level. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's only fair that we compensate our uh, our associates fairly. And it's only fair that for the industry to understand what we need as a talent. So we want to actually look for the right people for the right job. So on that note, I think this is an ongoing exercise. It's, it's not only because of COVID. Hospitality industry is talking about people service. So some part of the service that the technology really cannot replace. So we are, we are equally concerned about making sure that our associates are compensated fairly as well as making sure that they deliver. Uh, William, got a final question for you. And I'm, I'm curious about you. I mean, this, this is a really uh, interesting uh, approach that you guys are taking. So then in your opinion, what is your outlook where the tourism industry recovery is concerned? When do you think we'll get back to pre-COVID days? Well, it's a million-dollar question. Everyone is trying to put pinch a date. Look, I think the way I see it is whatever the government or, or the governments right are doing actually is very positive. Everyone is really trying. Uh, every bit of progress is actually good. And, uh, of course, there will always be a different level of recoveries in the different sector of the business. Obviously, hotel business, you have business travel, you have leisure travel, you have people who are attending convention exhibitions. I do believe that the leisure travel, particularly the domestic travel, will come back very quickly. I think it's very apparent that in Indonesia or even China, when there's a, a mass market domestically, they definitely are coming back very quickly. And in some certain locations um, in China, particularly, the domestic travel has already exceeded the level pre-COVID like uh, 2019. So, of course, there is also the transformation of a lot of the business format. 
like uh, the convention exhibition center, uh, right now there's going hybrid. So mm-hmm. I think the hotel will have to really look at opportunities where, with working with people like ourselves in Greenland that they really need to start looking at a different business model. And this is why we are trying to advise our potential partners, our, our owners, that they need to look at what we consider the hotel plus which is like the hotel is a core business, but they should actually be looking at uh, developing infrastructures or supporting by infrastructures that is with uh, either a theme park or a uh, or, or the convention exhibition center. So therefore, when the business start to come back, they are ready to actually provide uh, all those uh, services. So they're not as just relying too much on just having the hotel business. So there's also the demand drivers that they need to consider in the meantime. So hopefully everything is coming back and I'm very confident that this business definitely will be coming back every day. It sounds really promising. We've been speaking with William Lau, General Manager, Overseas Operations Centre at Greenland Hotel and Tourism Group. Thanks for joining us, William. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.